0: We are ready and ready to go. Here we go. It is Tuesday, Triumph Tuesday. How is everyone doing? This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two
1: sisters. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. Um, just can't seem to get the lighting right. I'll figure it out at some point. I saw some gadgets online today that go around the, um, the computer and... I think I might have to invest in that. But anyways, you know, we don't let that stop us. So Triumph Tuesday, you know, is always such a good day. What well, any day is a good day to reflect on those goals or those items that you've, you know, checked up on your list, those goals that you've met. And um,
0: what are you doing over there? <laughs> I was actually just checking my bracelet because it seemed like there was oh. a little mark on. It. It's my compass bracelet you know I've got to always got to make sure your compass is in that direction so I happen to notice that because of the lighting that looked there was some something sticky on it so ah. yes yeah, so it's Triumph Tuesday and that's kind of where you you may have gotten out of your comfort zone and you may have had to try something new that you were kind of nervous about doing and you Got over that feeling, and you triumphed over it. Maybe it was you've been procrastinating a lot. How many of you do that? I know you do it because sometimes we do it, right? So it's part of life. You procrastinate about something that you're, you're in, you have intentions of doing, but then somehow excuses get in the way, and you don't do them. And then all of a sudden you're like, nope, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to dive right in, and you feel better. Because even though it might have taken you out of your comfort zone, even it may have taken you out of rhythm, maybe it's really put you in a precarious situation where you're like, how am I going to do this? But you end up triumphing over it. And it's a good feeling because usually that's when we always say, when you triumph over something, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this huge thing, it could be something small. But when you triumph over something, whatever it may be, you actually get a piece of more growth within yourself because maybe you're proving a point. Maybe when I say proving a point, proving a point yourself that you could do it. So we often, you know, we chat about that because you wanna embrace those things because it takes courage to step out of your zone. So I had actually two things this week, which actually were up to this this point of the week. And the first one was, I always talk about playing pickleball, right? So there is a north side and a south side. So the south side is generally for beginners and intermediates. You have some that are a little more like intermediate to, you know, that next level, but they prefer to play over there because it's a little bit more relaxed, more fun, still competitive, uh, but there's more shits and giggles. On the north side, it is a little bit. It's a lot more competitive because you have a lot of pros playing over there. You have you have serious pickleball players. So we always joke about the North versus the South. A lot of times, if there's a couples playing, sometimes one of them plays on one side, one of them plays on the other, which in our case, John plays on the North side, go figure. Anywho, so three, uh, three uh, friends of mine and myself decided, well, let's jump into the North side, Now that we knew we had four, and then at one point we got down to two and we actually played with some very, very good players. So that can be a scary thing because you're going over there, you feel a little intimidated because their skills are, for the most part, most of them are point on with their skill level. So it's a little nerve wracking. And I didn't think I would ever actually play over there, but I did. And I'm glad that I kind of got over that hump and I triumphed over that feeling of uh, inadequacy because, you know, different play level they're up here. And the way pickleball works is you are, you're ranked. Um, I don't know what the lowest rank is maybe a two, 2.5, but usually on our side, it's, you know, up to 3.0 and the North side, it goes higher. So as you can imagine, it can be a little intimidating, but it was intimidating, but I did it. So I was proud of myself. The second thing was really addressing an issue. See, you know, when you try over something, it may not necessarily be something physical that you have to do. Maybe it's mental, right? And a lot of times, mostly tripping over something that has to do with your mental, anyways. So what happened was is obviously, you know, we've chatted from time to time about what's going on in a particular district with the school committee curriculum. I'm not going to get into all of that, but there are uh, there there are two students that frequently call out the group of parents and grandparents and business owners that I'm connected to and have actually made, they're giving more of their opinion, not factual information, uh, but there was a lot of going back and forth on social media uh, that had to do with it. One, one had to do with one email that I sent, which is a public record, which content I firmly in a hundred, a thousand times over uh, support. The other, the assertion, because it was put in with the same uh, f- uh, public record that they were sharing. So the assertion was this other email could have been maybe from me or the group. And it actually is a hoax email that has been going around the country for, I don't know if it's been a year, but it, at least since 2021, where it smears uh, parents groups. And it is a fake email. It's a racist email. it's it's a horrible email. So this email was supposedly, we're still waiting on verification, was supposedly sent to the school committee. And so here the assertion is that either I did it or the group did it. So you can imagine the hate (laughs) that came with that. Mm -hmm. And I waited, um, this was on a, 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 a town what I call a town crier type of page. Uh, it's supposed to be about what's going on in the area, you know, sharing different things that are happening. Instead, it's turned into this um, disinformation on some things, not on, on, on everything, but we're, you know, there's an election coming up May second 7th. So it's getting a little, you know, kooky, uh, which is like a small potato to, to compare to what goes on nationally, but it's, it's, it's pretty intense. Anywho, I waited, and I had a lot of the group saying, you really got to address the issue. Now I could have addressed the issue right on that particular public page. And I decided I was not going to do that for, for various reasons because I didn't, I didn't want to keep stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very postured in, in my beliefs of what I do and what I don't do. So I really thought about it and I had to really discern whether this was something I wanted to address and if I was gonna address it, was I gonna address it on my personal page or was I gonna to go to uh, and make it public so so people can see it, which I which I ended up doing or put it and or put it on this other particular page. And I chose not to because um, the uh, they did two pieces. They did a letter to the editor and these are an 18 year old and a 19 year old, I might add. Whoops, my battery is about to die. That is not good, Jen. <laughs>
1: get your charger
0: i know all right so keep chatting i gotta go get my charger
1: so what are you triumphing over today well you know uh, we have an amazing lineup of guests going on so i've been um doing like our pre-podcast interviews and we have a an amazing guest on tomorrow morning pamela and we can't wait for you to meet her and thursday evening trending thursday at night We also have a guest, um, and she's a very dear friend of mine, Wendy. We are also, um, I know her, let me back up a little bit. I first met her when I did my 16th co-authored project. She was one of the co-authors on that project. So she will be with us on Thursday, Trending Thursday at night. Um, I was just going over our guests for this week. We have actually two Hold Pamela tomorrow me. morning and then Wendy um, Thursday evening and just an amazing lineup of guests and one guest I spoke with last night um, who is 16 hours ahead of us she's from New Zealand oh my god she's wonderful she's a, such a sweet lady can't oh, wait for
0: this, you this is so much fun I'm trying to over this as we're speaking I gotta get another charger this one's not working. Oh lordy so when you, see the, uh,
1: when you see the social media graphics for that, it says um, Thursday, June 16th, 7.30 p.m. And then Friday, in the different color, Friday, June 17th, 11.30 a.m. NZT, which is New Zealand time. So had such an amazing conversation with her. A lot of great guests coming up. And you never know, uh, you just never know who you're going to meet. We had a really uh, amazing turnout of applications that came in. Um, I don't know. I just think it's so exciting to meet um, all these uh, guests
0: from all over the world. So that's what I know. That's so cool. I I love that because I, I had so much variety. I am back. I'm down to, uh, I was down to literally 1%. I've been on my phone nonstop, so I didn't even double check that. Normally I'm pretty good about making sure that my battery is charged. And normally I'm not even on my phone. When we do this, um, I'm normally on the computer, but the internet has been really weird. Which, speaking of triumphing over something, a lot of people have been chatting about that specifically, that the internet has been very weird across the United States. A lot of people have a lot of outages. And it wasn't until they said something that I noticed that what I noticed was if I'm especially if I'm on my if I'm on my phone, it'll keep going, uh, reconnected to internet, reconnected to internet. I'm like, did I ever lose it? But it's been going in and out. So there is, you know, some kookiness going on with that nonsense. But anyways, uh, back to real quick just to, to to wrap that particular piece up. Um, you know, I ended up posting something on my. Personal page, I was very, uh, uh, very happy to see the two students uh, did apologize. They stand by a lot of what they did, but they at least apologize. I'm hoping uh, they called out a representative, so I'm hoping, and uh, the three of the candidates that are running. Um, so I'm hoping that they will do the right thing and also apologize to the representative and as well as the uh, candidates that are running. It's okay to have difference of opinions. Um, It's okay, And and the big piece to what we were kind of, I would say, debating would be uh, they feel that myself and the group have been too hard on the school committee. They feel that some of our emails are very strong. And they're absolutely right. They are very strong. They are elected officials. And the sad piece too is when you post a public record without the backstory, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. So what they did was they posted an October 1st response email that I responded to from the school committee, but you don't hear the backstory, which is four months in the making of going to meetings corresponding with this particular school committee and really getting nowhere. So uh, definitely was a frustrating email. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, You know, a lot of people think it's not okay to make elected officials accountable. I don't, you know, that was never the case. But the fact remains that parents and grandparents and stakeholders do not want to be pushed out of the picture and what's happening is a lot of this curriculum this what I call new curriculum if you want to call it that is really a piece to the heart and soul of it is putting a wedge between the parent and the child so it's kind of removing the parent from the situation with with a lot of what we call grooming grooming of a child. Now, a lot of people, when they hear the word grooming, they automatically think of sexual connotations, which that is true. That is a part of it. But grooming uh, is when you and and a lot of administrators administrators and some teachers, not all, because we've got some wonderful teachers in this district, those that are pushing a political ideology, uh, a, a certain type of sexual lifestyle, information that they want to be with that child meaning you know having that confidence and that uh, relationship with that child unbeknownst to the parent that is what grooming is so it's not just the sexual piece to it it could be a political ideology uh, but it basically what it does is it takes the parent away from parenting so you can imagine there are a lot of parents that are like and I think what happened was across the United States, a lot of people don't realize that, is when the pandemic happened, initially happened and children had to be homeschooled, a lot of parents had a triumph over, like, how do we balance this? They're now gonna be homeschooling. Guess what? You know, my my corporation's closed down or, or what I do, and now I'm working out of the house. So there was a big balance and a lot of triumphing over how we're gonna make this work but what the insight that was given to the parents was an insight into that child in their curriculum and what a lot of parents saw they weren't too happy with and it's continued and it's continued across the United States. So that's pretty much that in a nutshell. There's some disagreements there, but I am hopeful that the students learned a valuable lesson because with this particular hoax email, you've you know asserted that it came from an individual and you know there's there, there was damage done there was a, a lot of the public going back and forth a lot of name calling i wasn't involved with that i didn't even comment on the post but obviously you know i was the uh, in the middle of all of that and having to answer to some people saying oh my god why would they you would never write a racist email like that and i said no it's not my email Um, and they said, well, you know, we didn't really want to, we didn't necessarily pin it to you. And when I tried to explain them, the assertion was there because it was part of the post of the public record of mine that you did post. Mm -hmm. So anyone reading that would assume that either I was the author of that email as well, which is not even my verbiage. And you could tell right off the bat or someone from the Charlton Dudley United uh, group that is a, a bunch of parents, grandparents, business uh, stakeholders uh, that have an interest in their child or their grandchild or their relatives' uh, education within the public s- system. The other piece to it, what which was the sad piece to it, is there was a person from Charlton that equated our group uh, and the description they gave was a description of the KKK. As you can imagine, a lot of people were distraught over that. That goes, uh, you know, and, and you know, I was speechless when I first saw the post that you would actually label a parent's group, you know, part of the KKK. And again, there was that assertion. And for that person, I think my only response would be because it was so like below the, you know, you have like how low will you go and you've got to triumph over when somebody goes low, you know that, and you, when you, you combat somebody going low by going higher. And then when they dig even lower, you, you, you work your way even higher to triumph over that, that feeling, uh, this person went to the bottom of the barrel and it wasn't a question that I had to go higher. Uh, my comment to that piece was, I'll just pray for you, uh, because you know, I'm not gonna, you know, fight hate uh, uh, towards me with with more hate. That serves no purpose, that adds no value. So in that regard, I triumphed over two big things, I think, this week.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that, that's amazing. And, and, you know, I, I think with, uh, you know, what I can say about that is, you know, if we just stop to um, to a- ask the question, instead of lashing out, uh, hey, like, hey, did you really send that email? I'm a little bit bit confused. Like, why not approach it in such a way where you carry yourself uh, with dignity, not knowing perhaps all the facts, maybe you see it and it's presented in such a way where it looks like it's something else. And this is where, in the digital age, this is what I don't like about the digital age, because the information is just so quick, so quick. Nobody has time to consume it and check out the facts. And I wonder, you know, a sidebar to that is a certain um, is a certain media platform. Um, why is it that and i'm asking my, myself this question you know as i was waiting for you to sign up on why is it that a group of people are flipping out over this particular social media platform and i've done you know in between things today i I'm kind of poking around and doing some research myself and you know you have to
0: wonder like why Why is that? And well, I find it it even more precarious when you when you get to that situation and you and you think about, you know, what is the motive behind? And do people when they're in that what I call panic mode, where they think something of value or something's going to be taken away from, from what they know, whether it's an ideology, whether it's whatever it may be. But you actually describe what you've already done to the, say, the opposing side. So one of the arguments today was that, and I, I don't know what me, news media outlet I just heard it like, you know, like three or four minutes. But they were describing a uh, an anchorman, anchorman report or whatever, describing what the, his interpretation of what was going to be, and it was, oh my God, you're going to dial down. A certain political affiliation, and dial up, and make sure you know the algorithms are up for that, and then you're gonna you're gonna suppress you know those that don't agree. And I'm like, so they they were actually describing what has been done really to the American people for the last two years. So I thought that would, or actually three years, I thought that was quite. There was a little hypocrisy with that yeah we've 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 done that but we don't want you to do that i don't you know again with this uh acquisition you know i think the at the end of the day people just want to get back to you know let freedom speech ring um and i really thought it was very astute of him to come out and say i hope my those that don't agree with me or or basically my enemies don't uh kind of delete their account you know that's what free speech is all about that you hear i mean obviously there's certain things from a legality standpoint that you know like a terrorist or or you know those kinds of things you 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 need to make sure that social media is on top of that as well but we're not talking about those kinds of situations we're just talking about getting the news out and i believe they did a percentage of how many uh I want to say it was like in the ninety percent, ninety-three percent employees are are one political party, and a smaller amount is the other. So they're the the larger amounts thinking, oh, you know, we're, they're going to get rid of us because of who we are. Um, from what I understand, they are guaranteed their jobs for six months because the acquisition is going to take that long to actually go through. So you know, the bottom line is we we hope that everyone can triumph over these social media because we're, we're again we're going into another. Election cycle, and being that I've had a small taste of what goes on, and when I say small taste, a small taste of what goes on in those types of arenas. What I can say is, if you're the one that's you know being attacked or whatever, take the high road. Um, There's no sense of going back and forth, and and that doesn't mean that you don't address it. So the way I addressed it was, I made a statement uh, which was already typed out with a header and you know I I stand by that Mm -hmm. you know sadly um, at the end of the day what we always talk talk about and what we triumph over all the time and we're hoping our listeners and viewers triumph all the time all the time is remembering two things two things well actually it's four things when you think about it you can't control the way somebody acts Mm -hmm. and you can't control how the way somebody reacts but the two things that you hold dear to your heart is the way that you act and how you react to something. So always keep that in the forefront of when you're in these kind of engagements or controversies or, you know these icky situations, because, yeah, it can get pretty icky. Uh, I had a few sleepless nights over it, but at the end of the day, uh, I was very postured in my beliefs. and uh, you know, I did not back down. It's okay to disagree. And you know, I want them, as an eighteen and nineteen year old, uh, to understand that you cannot understand what it's like to be a parent, nor should you uh, at, at your tender age of 18 or 19. You still have a lot of maturity. You still have got your college ahead of you that you're uh, both of them are first-year students uh, and they are bright young men, uh, very articulate young men. But to to argue uh, the point of a from a parent's perspective, and when the parent or the grandparent or the stakeholders asking those tough, tough, questions, if they feel that that child is in danger, mama bear comes out and they're, you know, you, they, they just, they're not in those, that shoes. They're not in that mindset yet because they're not even two decades years old yet. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, I'm sure that they're very bright, bright young men. I hope they learned a valuable lesson and, um, uh, if they uh, are listening, I hope you, that you do, uh, you did a brave thing by apologizing, but I hope that you apologize uh, to the candidates, I hope you apologize to the group as a whole, and I hope you apologize to the representative that you made some, some not some nice comments about either.
1: That's, um, yeah, and I hope that is so that it was done with integrity and the utmost, the utmost respect for the situation. Cause we, we can only control how we feel and for every action, there's a reaction. And, you know, and, and we learn as we gracefully age, we learn as we mature, we learn from good experiences, bad experiences, and differences you know, that's what, uh, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about.
0: Right, and there's a, there'll be a lot of triumphs, you know, especially at the age of 18 and 19, uh, different life experiences that are gonna take you through these, these uh, mountains and, and, and valleys of, you know, ups and downs and whatnot. And uh, I did end it with that with them. I said, you know, at 64 years old, uh, I, I'm still open to learning. And that never goes away. You never want to shut off that mind because your mindset and learning is a way to keep your mind sharp. Um, but you know the lessons that you got to learn is that sometimes you may be given your opinions. You can't blur opinions uh, against facts. And with this particular hoax email, it took only uh, two or three minutes of investigating for it to pop up, and uh, it's been uh, presented uh, in several states already. And it's a hoax email. Um, to their defense, uh, they did say, and this is, I guess, the puzzling piece to it, is that a sitting school committee member was the one who posted it, and that's where they got the information from. And then they posted it with with what they were posting about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sitting school committee member stated that she uh, she uh, double checked and shared it, and you know, so again, you would think that a sitting school committee member should have checked it more thoroughly because sadly when you post things like that and you don't double check them, there's been a lot of damage, a lot of hurt feelings uh, that have been caused and there's consequences Mm -hmm. for for those kinds of things. And then hopefully that's what they learned.
1: Yeah, hopefully that that is exactly what they learned. Um, That's what triumphing is all about, you know, getting to the bottom of something, especially in this day and age is not always easy. And, you know, if you have questions or you're questioning someone, do it in such a way where, you know, we're never, we always say, you know, we um, we appreciate and we respect opposing viewpoints and we do. Is it hard when that same opportunity is not afforded to us. Yes, it is. But that's when, as you said, Carol, so you gotta like step up, you know, they, they hit low, you go higher.
0: You yes. go higher. And it, right, and it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that people can't question things and that's gonna get heated, especially if you're dealing with people that are making decisions in your children's or your grandchildren's life that's going to occur. Uh, The sad thing about all of that is throughout the last, you know, 11 months, that was really uh, a big part of when I would do a presentation before them. I said, look at, you know, parents want to partner with you. Grandparents want to partner with you, meaning the school committee and the administration. Uh, Communities want to do it, but you can't keep stonewalling. You've got got to answer these hard questions. And sadly, there was a lot of passing of the buck. Not on all there. There have been... um, a couple of the school committee members uh, that have been forthright in, in answer questions. But sadly, what happens is when they're together, uh, they're voting and they're, they're not, you know, really taking into consideration the majority, people get frustrated it's, and, uh, you know, it, it does happen. So it doesn't mean that you can't ask those hard questions at the end of the day, uh, when you're dealing with an elected officials, sometimes the questions are hard, uh, I, I will, will agree to that but they don't have to be that hard. If you heeded uh, the, de- the definite recommendation over the last 11 months was to work with the parents. They didn't wanna do that. Uh, and I, again, I'm, I'm not gonna say that as a whole because there are, there are definitely some, some good people in the system. And I think at the end of the day, they're all very nice people. I've said that several times as well, uh, but you know, in their professional role, uh sadly you've got to you know keep your biases to the side that's that's hard to do in any because everyone has biases we all know that but -hmm. at the end of the day you've got to triumph over what is the best way um and it's not always easy and sometimes it's not going to always turn out the way you want and or sometimes you're going to stick your foot in your mouth we all do it we're all human um but at the end of the day you know we hope that people can learn and uh I did accept their apology. For me, uh, I thought it was sincere and I hope it was. And uh, I'm moving forward and I hope, uh, a lot of people are still waiting for that apology. I've gotten a lot of emails on that. Like, when are they gonna apologize? I can't answer that. I'm not in their shoes, um, but I hope hope they do. I hope they do the right thing. And that's sometimes when you, when you have to make that decision to do the right thing, that's a huge triumph because Mm -hmm. you're putting yourself out there. And that could be a scary thing. But once you get through that, it's a blessing.
1: Yeah, that is so true. Wow. Wow. So Triumph Tuesday, just a reminder to everyone, we will be on tomorrow morning. We have a guest on and I didn't mention her name, Pamela. Um, Oh, she's what a little sweetheart. And then Thursday night we have Wendy. So we've got a busy week planned for you. And on that note, what are you triumphing over? What is something that, you know what, you checked it off your list today and you were like, damn, I did really good. Those are the kind of things that we love to chat about and go to our website and leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. Are you from the Charlton Dudley School District? Go to our website leave us a voicemail and we promise we will get back to you on that note on this triumph tuesday at night with two sisters my name is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and i am
0: with two sisters and this is carol Sue, so aka Bus, live from vero beach Going to be heading up north. Uh, students, I'm super excited about that. We will see you tomorrow. Uh, as Jan said, she gave you a little inkling of our, our guests, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, whatever you are triumphing over, know that even if it's a huge mountain you got to climb or if it's just a puddle you got to go through, do it because the growth will come and you will feel so much better knowing that you did because guess what? You take that triumph, you write it down, Because on Fantabulous Friday, you're going to be patting yourself on the back. Good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.